2: The ride. Hello and welcome to the 184th episode of Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando,
0: Florida. This is Matt Minneapolis,
1: and this is Spencer in Boston. Tim, I never thought I would say this, but it's good to have you back on the show, buddy.
2: Yeah, I know. It, you know, when I listened to the recording last week when I was in uh, Edinburgh, Scotland, I. um realize that just Adam Meyerson just doesn't have what it takes to fill my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a, it's a little too, uh, serious and knowledgeable.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like way too calm, um, uh-huh. rational and, yeah. uh, you know, a lot less hot takes, but I do want to, uh, thank Adam for coming on the pod. I thought it was uh, great to not have to listen to my voice at, um, double speed. Um, Adam's voice at double speed is actually pretty good. I would recommend it. So, um, you know, next time I see Adam, I'm just going to tell him to speak twice as fast and then you know, <laughs> really get it. All right.
1: That'll probably work. I'm sure he'll listen to you.
2: Um, the dad cast and, uh, the, or the parent cast I think is going to be great. We could really give a lot of yeah. tips um, for all of the dad and moms out there that like cycling and uh, riding bikes. Speaking of which, um, guys, I'm thinking of getting a cargo bike for a uh, oh. little Heimar. Um, I'll be so jealous. Little guy... Are you a fan of like the front cargo bike where it's, um, yeah, like the, The well, I was going to say the Christiana bike where you have like the two wheels on one side and then like the big tub, or do you think the bullet is the way to go?
0: Oh, the two, Oh, like the, the reverse tricycle thing. yeah yeah. No, that seems, that seems like it'd be terrible. That's what I've never ridden it, but I don't know. It just seems kind of bad, but I, a bullet seems sweet.
2: I want a bullet. Now Spencer, you said there's another brand that has a little cargo bike. That would be like Yuba or something like that?
1: Yeah, Yuba just came out with one uh yeah. I saw it Seattle a lot. earlier this year. That's pretty good. There's a few others for sure. Oh, there's are there? A bunch right. of I'm going to yeah.
2: I'm going to have to start yeah. doing some research and uh play the numbers and uh we'll see if I can come out on top and uh the numbers are all f- big. get <laughs> the get the family a um a new kit. So or or new uh, a uh new kit. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, the reason wait, I'm you talking call, about kids. Do you call your bikes kids? No, I said. So little Heimar's is actually like
0: your seventeenth kid.
2: <laughs> but so I'm burying the lead here in that this okay. week we're going to draft the pro tour kits for 2018. So this is the most important draft every year we do it. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to do uh, to go all 18. I already know what my top pick is. And yeah. so uh, Tim, can
1: can you give the listeners uh, the episode number from last year's draft that we did uh, just so so you know they can go back and do some research if they want?
2: Yeah, episode 102. Um, great Perfect. episode uh, check it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we've actually yeah. done 81 episodes in the last year. Um, somehow yeah. weekly. So, big year. Uh, anyway, so lots of good things there. <laughs> Little guy, but when we were in the podcast Green Room, um, you were talking about skating. And to which Spencer said, "Oh, really? Were you doing ollies and kick flips?" And then I said, "Oh, you were skating like cross-country skiing." And actually, we were both wrong. Ice skating, man.
0: Ice skating. I, I, I laced up uh, Spencer's old skates that don't fit me right. Got out <laughs> on the ice today. All right. Yeah. Do you have a hockey uh, stick? No, I didn't. I was at. I was at like a. Like in downtown St. Paul and Rice Park. It was very, very urban. It was almost like I was in a rom com. There was like a thing and there was a bunch <laughs> of people skating around, talking. Or, or it could have been in um, like when Harry Met Sally or something. It could have been me and that Bruno guy, whatever that actor's name is, skating yeah. around. And then Meg Ryan and her friend are skating around behind us, just talking you know, it's about been relationships.
2: A good hmm. 25 years since when Harry Met Sarah, Sally came out. There has to be a remake of that movie in the works because Hollywood can't create anything new.
0: That's yeah, true. You almost said when Harry met Sarah. <laughs> ah, I may have. You met Sarah. Um, yeah. <laughs> when... And you know so... what? That's what me and Spencer <laughs> s- call it when we talk about, you know, the day that you met Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? So, are you...
1: yep. Yeah. So you had a, a Bruno what? Kirby situation going on, is what you were talking about.
0: That's the dude's name. Yeah. yeah. That dude's awesome. I love
2: that guy. He is so great. <laughs> He's a great actor. He's so... fun in everything. Anyway. Now, I know people want to talk about things. We're going to talk about probably the most exciting news in uh, bicycles this past week. And, of course, that's the uh, Cyclocross where he's in that this weekend. But let's just get the um, the Anvil out of the bag. It's it's there. It's all over the news. It was huge when I was over in the United Kingdom. Of course, Chris Froome got popped. Um, Spencer, um, hot take number one on Chris Froome. Testing positive for the same drug as Leonardo Pipoli in 2005. <laughs> that makes it sound so much worse than it could.
0: It might even be, but I like it. Go oh. on.
1: I mean, I am surprised you didn't call it the the same drug that uh, Alessandro Pataki got popped for.
2: Yeah. Ah, good point. But I, you know, Diego I was going to go with Diego Ulisi and then mm-hmm. I would have been wrong.
1: Um. Why? Well, yeah, no, that's the same one. Um Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is a this is a common uh, uh problem. I mean, condition within the peloton uh that everyone has TUEs for as uh, a sports-induced uh asthma or whatever. Um and there's a limit for it uh and Froome tested over the limit. And I feel like those limits are pretty generous,
2: and he doubled it by just a little bit. He tested over just a little, right?
1: Just, yeah, he just went a touch over, just a hair, just one <laughs> puff too much, doubling one hundred percent over the limit., <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't got a lot of sympathy. Uh, I, I i I don't think he's gonna get out of this uh, unscathed,, uh, but at the same time, I think I've been conditioned you like not put any faith in cycling heroes at this stage in the game you know what i mean like i just i'm relatively unaffected like it doesn't make me sad that he got popped
0: well i agree with spencer uh, uh yeah i agree you know i don't ex- i kind of expect everyone to get popped eventually but i am sad because i want to see him do the triple you know mm-hmm. um it feels a little different because I I want to see crazy th- you know crazy big things happen. When Pepe got popped, I mean, bringing it all back to Pepe. It's all about Peepily. Um, I was just sad because I felt like, uh, you know Rico. It was gonna hit Rico hard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And it's well, he looked th- up to Pepe. Not physically because Pepe was like three feet tall, but like <laughs> you know emotionally.
1: But how is this gonna affect G? <laughs>
0: G is so G, G's doing backflips. <laughs> okay. He just he just got leadership. He just just a couple of days ago there was in the press. He was like, am oh, maybe shopping around for new teams. Uh-huh. Not anymore. <laughs> um, well, yeah. well, maybe should still because uh, maybe the medical staff is not uh, very good at recommending uh, the proper dosages for things. Obviously, I, so
2: I, I didn't see anything in the book um, about <laughs> <coughs> asthma. Oh. But let's um. I get, so here's my quick take Okay, is that, uh, yeah, not surprised. Um, I think the bigger theory is, isn't it interesting that Chris Froome announced that he was going to do the Juro when he knew that he had an A and a B positive sitting out there? So now it's kind of like, oh, I guess you're going to well, be banned for six months, which is probably what the, the scope of the banning that we're talking about here. So It would be, but he, he's not banned yet. Right, but see, this is the thing. Why not? Why doesn't he just say, like, you know what? Ban me now in the winter months, like they did with Deluca, one of twenty times, and then just like move on. Like to me, it just seems like a, a no brainer. But that being said, he's I, I, probably guilty, and uh, I'm not surprised. Team Sky is going to fold anyway because Disney just bought 20th Century Fox, 21st Century Fox, and they're not going to give him that kind of money anymore. That that money
0: falls out of Mickey's. Mickey's pockets when he's when he's just like
2: wandering around when he's um, like reaching in with his three fingers to grab the money and then that's what falls out of the pocket because he can only grab so much gold with three fingers
0: yeah I mean he could okay. just
2: borrow it from Scrooge McDuck
0: it's no big deal that's
1: mm-hmm. a good point yeah
0: they've got that whole castle One, full, of, full of gold yeah I mean he's swimming in this stuff yeah <laughs> The reason he doesn't take a Deluca ban is cuz he's not in Italy and he doesn't have the Italian anti-doping <laughs> people to just sort of pat his wrist and say, oh, sh- 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 "Don't do it again, Danny." But well, one, I just he, think he, overall he, the whole Well, but he's not I mean technically he still has with because it was the thing with the TUE, like he he can basically get tested and try to prove that he physically like you know, processes the stuff differently. So I mean it, He's not going to take a ban when he's possibly just going to get out of it. Yeah. I guess. So, no, I hear you.
1: So do you think his plan is to finish the Giro and get the get the triple and then retroactively get banned, and so he can just be like, "Well, I did do it," you know,
0: Contador style, yeah. right? Yeah. Because since Contador always gives the interviews now, where he's like, "Well, I," you know, he's sort of like, "It's in my heart. I know that I won those." Right. You're like, okay. "Yeah, okay." Um, I hope not. God, I hope they can settle <laughs> this beforehand. I mean, if it's if it's just a matter of bringing him in a laboratory and making him puff on the damn thing and like r- ride a trainer, maybe he'll go on Swift when we go on Swift, and mm. he can do his test then. Like, and he can and like maybe he'll put out some huge numbers, and like, I ah, see, you know, you you got too much of that stuff in your system. Rumi?
1: Could be. All right.
2: I hope Could he doesn't get taste. banned,
0: though. Uh-huh. That's my hope.
2: Yeah, there's just some hot takes. <clears throat> the other hot take was, God, man, why couldn't it have been some giant blood doping scandal like in a jiffy bag? I yeah. mean, this was the weakest type of doping possible. That's what I'm Anyways, saying. That's no, I'm, I, Tim, like, totally if you're agree. Yeah. If like, go big.
0: Yeah. I don't want Froome to go down on some silly, weird technicality like he took— like like his finger like got held on the puffer too long, or like G came along and like puffed one at him as a joke, but he like <laughs> inhaled a little bit of it, and G was like, "Oh, oops. Oh, uh, am I the team leader for the Giro now?" And he's like, "Ha ha, very funny."
2: Uh, um, meanwhile, Landa's I don't want going, that. I- Why did I leave the team?
0: yeah no i tim i agree i want like i want them to have a horse that is in the back of the van in the bus that's always there like in a little stockade and they just siphon blood out of it every day because they got some new magic system for horse blood i want i want something frightening and scary
2: that was a vegan hot take if i've ever heard one yep (laughs) i want a
0: horse to to as a vegan i want a horse to dope chris Froome. wasn't rasmussen doing calves like baby calves blood or some shit
2: yeah, That's it, doping. I've learned more about doping. science. That is I've, doping. I've learned more about science being a cyclist than uh, yeah. anything else. Like, oh, no, I mean, it's, it's true. Yeah. You talk
0: about this like, whenever someone has a blood test, like, you know, someone who's like, yeah, I'd have a little blood work done. I'm always like, well, what yeah, are your numbers? Let me, let me see what you got. Let me, oh, you should really train.
2: I mean, you've got a lot of natural potential. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. The, World Cup of Cyclocross was this weekend in more. Vout Van Art takes the win. Evie Richards takes the win in the women's race, all overshadowed by a 39-minute women's race, an embarrassment for the UCI. It's not hard on? to do math. If I can figure out what um, blood levels are important, I can surely calculate that a nine-minute lap times five is 45 minutes. And then you add the two minute finishing section or leading section, you have a forty eight minute race. It would not have been the end of the world to have one more lap, and maybe we see PFP get onto the podium. Evie yeah. Richards well, won that race fair and square. Especially, but- yeah.
1: Especially when the rule says <coughs> the race needs to fall between forty and fifty minutes. You know, like yeah. that extra lap puts you smack in that zone.
2: Yeah, this was embarrassing from the UCI. If you had to ask me, and um. That being said, Namur easily one of the greatest cyclocross courses when we drafted them a few weeks ago on what uh, favorite races are out there. Namur was ranked, and uh, I believe, little guy, you're the one that took that draft pick. I believe I did. And uh, what's your favorite part about the course besides the sandbags in front of the curbs?
0: <laughs> I mean, there's some good descents, but it's obviously that long off-camber section where everyone's kicking like a fool. Yeah. Um Never gets old watching the best racers in the world struggle a little bit mm-hmm. on a section and occasionally it just it's great to watch them have trouble in a yeah. weird sadistic we fashion. Saw, You're like, look at that, they're humans.
1: We saw Vanderpol crash on that. We saw world mountain bike champion Yolanda Neff crash in that section. We saw oh. Ellen Noble yeah. crash in that section. Katarina Nash crashed in that section. Like it's chaos. Yeah. Like it's tough.
0: Right? It's super tough. Yeah. And there's, and there's, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in this course, but that's always a winner every year. Yeah. Um, but wasn't really, it didn't really become like a crucial moment this year,
2: but it, it was exciting nonetheless. Yeah. Now, the Slow Ride podcast made an appearance in the broadcast mm-hmm. on NBC Sports Gold with yes. at Aunt Mick Croson, um giving us a shout out when we asked how Emma White rocking the U.S. national skin suit was doing. And then also, um, you I believe uh you asked him uh what how he would do in that race.
1: I did, yeah. I uh <laughs> I just fired one off that I thought might tickle his fancy, you know, and uh and he he uh owned up to it. He fessed up, said he would be lapped before he finished his first lap by uh Wout Van Ert. So I uh yeah, I had to agree with him I would probably be lapped as well, like straight away.
2: Yeah. Is he is he the best announcer in the game right now?
1: Clearly, I mean, um, he he talks to I mean,
0: us so, and <laughs>
1: listens to our tweets, so he's
0: got to be. I, I, was you guys complaining about him like three weeks ago?
2: You know, but he's come like now at this point, I you start to learn about um, you know, people's uh like like what to expect, right? You get used to the rhythm, you get used to the voice and the accent. I've kind of become a pretty big fan of his. Hmm. Like now, it's he knows what's going on. He yeah. knows all of the racers' names. He never messes that up. Yeah. For the he answers questions, he's willing to share an opinion that I mean this is a gentleman that's getting paid by the UCI to broadcast the English feed, right? And he's saying this race is too short, it needs to be longer for the women's. I like that. So he's not a complete homer yeah. for the UCI. Mm-hmm. Um overall, it was an entertaining race. I think he 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 calls a good show. It'd be nice if maybe he had like a Tim Johnson on uh color commentary uh, in my opinion. But um you know, overall it was fun to watch. Now, on the men's side of things, the big news to me, besides Vout Van Art winning, is uh, Stephen Hyde coming into some pretty sweet form at just the right time, right outside the top 10. Yeah,
0: he had a great race. That was, Especially early on, he was in that big front group that was uh, massing behind Wout, and that was exciting to watch because you actually got to see him for a while as opposed to then later in the race where you saw three or four people max.
2: Yep. You think that's a coincidence that he's been riding with Wout Van Art and then, you know, now he's rocking the uh, well, top 15s? I mean, obviously, what he was doing
0: today, he would have probably surged up to Wout, um, but, you know, him and Wouter Buds, obviously, so he was blocking. He was just staying back in the pack, just like following the wheels. Like, he didn't want to he want drag everybody up there with him, I'm sure. It's pr- so, got
1: to be it. Yeah, totally.
0: If Vanderpool was off the front, you know, right s- straight away like usual, um, I think he would have just bridged up personally. I mean, gone I could the, see it in his eyes.
1: Yeah, at least gone to the front and shut that gap down.
0: It, yeah. Now, just for wow, you know, just like a friendly yeah. thing. But, yeah. no, he had a great race, all jokes aside. Um, it was really great he to did. see. It's great to see um, uh, one of Tune? the American men getting back up there, you know.
2: Tune in in a solid second place.
0: Yeah. yeah, man, all he needs is Vanderpool to be sick
2: every weekend, and he's going to be, he's got that podium Wait. locked down. Boom. Here, here's... Here's the trouble, though, little guy, with what you just said: being sick on the weekend, but oh, on Saturday, on Trek Bikes provided us coverage of Deveve, wherever, probably next yeah. door to Namur, and uh, Vanderpool won. He did, but he didn't win by much. So I'm
0: I'm I'm assuming he was just like a little bit under the weather Saturday and just got him a little bit more. Because think about it: most weekends he wins by what, like a minute minimum, each race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What this weekend he won, but just barely. And then he got third. It was a bad weekend for him. They were almost two minutes really down. Bad.
1: Like Wout put on, a yeah, no, he clinic. was
0: he was way off the pace today. He, he did, but like he also I also ate shit like a few Walt, times. Yeah, everybody did. But like like Adam was saying last week, like Wout wins, and it's not to t- really take away from it, but he only wins big when Vanderpool is off. You know, he doesn't like head to head. He doesn't win. So
1: you believe the, the sick story is what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I believe. I mean, sick or whatever, he was off his game. But it's like when they go head to head and they're like fighting and battling, yeah. Wout doesn't win. You know?
2: Mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I haven't seen the race yet. I'm, I'm going to watch it later after the uh, oh. the pod tonight. So that's good. Did you?
0: So well, you didn't see DVV? Did you guys see the women's DVV yesterday?
2: Yeah. No. How'd that go? It, Yolanda Neff, do well again? I don't remember where she was.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Katie Compton was second. Asane uh, was first, but it was a great race. Um, Spencer, did you see when uh, Katarina Nash got just sort of like her wheel sucked oh, yeah. in with like two to go? Like You had this nice three-rider three, three rider group, and you had, um, I totally have space in on her name, almost there on the back of the group. And you're like, oh, maybe you got four. We got a really good battle going the last couple laps, and suddenly just get stuck in a rut and like shot her bike Tim into the tape. Like just turned it left and like wrapped it in the course tape. And it was like oh, she really? was, like pulling on it and it was like wrapped. I don't know how it happened. It was bizarre looking. So then you had two and then of course uh Sane just just destroyed Katie in the last like hundred meters. Just sat on her and just threw down and it was kinda of painful. But all in
2: all a great race. Yeah. Very good well, race. Kate, Katie Compton setting up for the uh, world championship win. Long, <laughs> long true. play here. I gotta say, I hope so.
1: Yeah, jumping back to Namura and that section we were talking about the the, the quintessential Namur section. Katie Compton owned that thing yeah, every lap. She's like she rode it. so well on that section, it was it was pretty impressive. So,
0: made it look easy. Agree. No, she's right. She's riding great. She had a great weekend. A second and a fourth.
2: It's so That's great awesome. to see her back at that top level. I mean, it's, you know, after last year it was such a hard year for her. Like we hear all about the sickness and, uh, there's like diet issues. And now all of a sudden figuring it out at just the perfect time mm-hmm. before, of course, the Reno cyclocross national championships, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, in just a few the, weeks. The now. main thing on her mind. I mean, yeah, I guess she's got to get number 47 or whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, Good. yeah, I remember, uh, You know, it's so underrated what Katie Compton has been able to accomplish in, uh, you know, we all know about cyclocross, but when you think about doing the uh, Paralympics as the blind, uh, as the captain of the blind tandem, and how that forced her to start for those first like three or four national championships in cyclocross in the back row because she didn't have any UCI points because it wasn't allowed to keep her eligibility for the Paralympics. Mm -hmm. And then... I know those were at Roger Williams Park for two years in, in Rhode Island and the way that she, you know, people kind of knew who she was, but they were like, ah, well, you know, she's in the back row. And these women races, like we saw again today at the World World Cup, the fields are huge. Like there's more and more women racing in the top level than there are in the men's races sometimes. And so she was had to navigate the, that then. And then even now it's, uh, you know, she was in second row today and she's still able to, uh, you know, throw down. So. It's uh it's pretty awesome to see. Mm-hmm. So, well, we talked about Froome. We talked about cyclocross. Uh, I have one little uh, take that I just need to get off my chest. Uh, I kind of um, okay, okay. I don't want to say got into it at all, <laughs> but uh, I find Phil Guyman to be a little irritating on Twitter. This is
1: this is new territory. <laughs> I don't think I've heard this opinion before.
2: Now, it may be just looking in the mirror, and maybe there's just, like, some kind of similarity of irritation on there. I don't know, but, man, Phil, like, he asked for it, and then he comes up with horrible takes. I know to sell books, but the complaining about how people don't like his opinions when he leaves opinions like that really kind of just after a while just start to wear a little thin. Yeah, yeah. No. Like like everything like everything will be oh you know Consolara was doping he probably had a motor in his bike I think that he was joking around in the book it was pretty funny and you're like okay yeah he probably had a motor in his bike like that's that's okay take to have right and but then later people call him out to share their opinion like oh you know you're just a a washed up pro and you're like no don't go after Guyman for that but then three weeks later he's still talking about how oh, well, people don't want me to share my opinions. It's those tweets that mm-hmm. that get me. And it's like, if you're going to put opinions out there, then people are going to tell you that they're wrong. They It happens to me all the time. Like almost every tweet I put out there, people are like, <laughs> you're dumb, Tim. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like And I kind of play into it. But I don't complain about people complaining about me. And now I'm complaining about Phil Guyman's tweets. And the one that put me over the edge was when he was – talking about this Lance Armstrong showing up at Tour of Flanders or whatever, Uh, like as some kind of promotion. And he said inviting Lance Armstrong to your bike race is like inviting the DC sniper to an NRA rally, which to me is a really poor take because Lance Armstrong didn't kill people, first off. And it's just like, it makes no sense. Like, who even remembers John Lee Malvo and the DC sniper from years ago except social studies teachers like me that are just totally nerds and Never about the it. whole like that whole case. I don't know. I'm just ah <laughs> just kind of push me over the edge, man.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe it's a it's a little it's a little it's a little I don't know. It's not great mentioning, you know, the D C Cyber, I guess, in the same breath as Lance, especially with the number of mass shootings sort of equating the two. Mm-hmm. Isn't great. But I I agree. It's still stupid as hell that Lance is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, sure. I agree. Uh, yeah, he can rub you the wrong way. He can rub me the wrong way a lot of times, too. But so can you, Tim. I know.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I know. We have multiple mutual friends, so it's not like this isn't going to like uh, you know get back to him. Maybe he'll actually listen to the podcast now. Yeah, I, maybe he'll come I on really and won't. debate you. So Phil, it's not. Phil, leave a bunch of opinions. Opinions are great, but don't complain about people complaining about you. It's annoying.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're going to throw out uh, 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 bombs, like opinion bombs like that. You, you can't just like, you gotta own that. Right. Like, yeah, I threw that out there, whatever. And
2: I was major in Phil Gaiman's corner when he was going on the Strava KOM hunting. It was yeah. the greatest thing ever. I hope he continues that. Like there's some really good things that he does. I love the videos, the, uh, like his little video series. It's great, but don't do the woe is me thing. Yeah. All right. All right. And with that, let's get into the pre Well, let's go.
1: Mm. slow ride podcast massive rachel uh... of saxon
2: i'm lauren stevens and i'm here at the world championships Race.
1: this is liam from podium insight it's Rasan bahati i'm alex Dowser and normally i'm racing for movie star here i'm racing for team gb
2: you're listening to the slow ride podcast All right. This week's podcast, once again, brought to you by our friends at Health IQ. They can save you money on your life insurance because you're a healthy individual. Because I went ice skating today? Well, you would probably save some money. Now, all you need to do is you go to healthiq.com slash slow ride, and you would um, look at uh, some of the different uh, packages. But mostly what you do is you take a sweet quiz. That proves that you are an educated individual in what sport it is that you uh, you identify with, and then that's what's going to lead you to save some money, right? Yeah, yeah. So I should
0: probably go with cycling over the one time ice skating then, because I do that yes. all the time. Okay, that's got for it. sure. Got it. Got it. All right, I got it.
1: Probably, yeah. But so, as a cyclist or or a runner or a, or a triathlete or any other kind of uh, health conscious person, you can get special rates on your life insurance from Health IQ. And uh, they're not messing around. They can get you, on average, from four to thirty-three percent lower, which is that's significant. You know what I mean? Uh, And they uh, they've been in the press lately. You've probably seen them on on Forbes and uh, CNBC and all these places. They they've raised a bunch of money recently. They're up to eighty. What do they have? Eighty-one million. Uh, dollars in funding so they're not like some small weird company that you've never heard of like they're a legit player and they can save you money and uh they're in business to do that so check it out learn some more read up on the faqs all that good stuff um at health com slash slow ride and do yourself a favor
2: yeah i i just want to say thanks for their continued support to the yeah. uh the podcast and the podcast network uh wide angle podium speaking of wide angle podium um, there's a multitude of shows. Uh, we got to hang out is a great show that you should listen to. And we want to give them a quick congratulations cause they're going to show up at the South by Southwest festival next year for a mm-hmm. live podcast. So check out, what? um, our friends over at, uh, we got to hang out for, um, some upcoming shows and take a, take a guess. And they probably have some of the greatest guests in the history of, um, podcasts. I mean, they have Fred Armisen. Uh, Katie Compton's been on their show. Uh, don't sleep on the We Got to Hang Out podcast.
1: Yeah, Corinne Tucker from sleater Kenny. They've had a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. It's It's been awesome. Uh, so it's been really fun to have them as part of the network, and it's really cool that they're going to South by Southwest. So if you're going to be down there, if you're in the area, check them out. Uh, if you're not, well, then send them some kudos or something. But they're gearing up for Season 2 uh, of their show, so they've got some new stuff in store, and... Uh, speaking of other shows on the network, Crosshairs Radio just did, uh, episode and 100. Milestone. Yeah. Yeah. So, Major you know, milestones.
2: So. Oh, wow. I mean,
1: you know, it's pretty good for them. You know, we got there like yeah. a year and a half ago, but, you know, pretty good for them.
2: Yeah. And, uh, Bike Shop CX just had, uh, my, uh, Mark Compton on, or sorry, Mark Leg, uh, Katie Compton's mechanic and,
1: uh, um, <laughs> uh, something else. What is he? Uh, husband? yeah, what is yeah, he? Uh, something. I think he like Talk about
2: yeah. uh, tubulars and probably gluing tubulars and all other great stuff. Yeah. Okay, you got any quick questions to our friends over at Click? I mean, uh, Click and Cl- No uh, Bike Shop CX. Uh,
0: I haven't for a while, have I? I mean, right. I haven't I've had got any, one. Any racing? Uh, I don't have a question, but I'll tell them that I was setting up my uh, my like uh, dynamo hub the other day and it wasn't working. I thought I shorted it out, and I was like playing around by the little contacts and I accidentally uh bridge the gap and I electrocuted myself. <laughs> no, that's, and uh uh-huh. you'd be amazed how much one of those little uh three watt six volt hubs can hurt.
1: All right. Yeah it hurts. sure. Hey, you gotta be careful, little guy, because Tom and Tom Boonin needs to grow up with a father. Okay. no, that's, I know. I just want I you to take care There's of yourself. Just,
0: I mean, Did this you, is have one you, of the least dangerous things I've done, worked on <laughs>
2: have since. You, have you combed your hair since you shocked yourself, or is that why your hair looks that way right now? My hair always looks like okay. this. not okay. my hair. Um, bike Shop CX, real quick, uh, I brought my mountain bike into a local bike shop. They put some stands or orange seal in there. I don't know which one. And are they the same thing? I don't, like, can you use both of them, or should you use only one brand? Second question is, I rode it around for a couple miles, brought it back into my house, go to Scotland, come back completely flat. Is it A, because they didn't do a very good job, or B, is it because I didn't ride it enough, and so the tire never sealed on? Like, what's going on here? Um, It just seems a little strange that it would go completely flat. Okay. Other thing about Wide Angle Podium Network. If you're looking for a holiday gift, uh, Mm. we are putting in the order for the Endura World Tour team. Um, Same kit worn by Movistar. Same kit we're going to be drafting that uh, little guy is going to draft in the first round. Mm -hmm. Um, The (laughs) Wide Angle Podium Endura Custom Kit. Go to WideAnglePodium.com. Go to the store. You have probably three or four days. If you're listening to this right now on your mobile, go there right now to see if the the store is still open because we're going to be putting that order in um, by Christmas, and uh, we are going to get that thing right away. I was there over the... uh, The past week, I saw the sewing line. Movistar Blue is all over the line right now as they are going through. They have everyone's sizes. It's crazy to see all of the custom custom that is happening on this team. Certain riders like certain chamois and different style of shorts for different races. Um, It's impressive the amount of kit that gets made for a world tour team. And uh, pretty cool to see uh, coming from the friends at Endura.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, we've got that, check it out. Uh I think they're pretty cool. We've also got uh the Wide Angle Podium app that we've told you about. It is now available in the Google uh App Store and the Apple App Store. So whatever you use for your mobile device whether it's an iPad or iPhone, whatever, uh Android phone, you can download the app and uh you know, find all the shows there in one easy place.
2: Yeah. Well, let's uh let's get back into the show. Um Because we got a big draft coming up, guys.
1: Hi, I'm Helen Wyman, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. um,
2: Before we get to the draft, guys, two quick things. We have a new review on iTunes. We want to thank KJ... For giving us a review. I'm only giving Little Guy Matt this five-star rating.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't have special. any friends who like cycling like I do, so I have to find like-minded people over the internet. And this is a step above Weird Craigslist ad hookup. One little <laughs> guy picked The Burbs as his first pick of cycling-related film <laughs> oh, scenes. God. I knew we were made for each other. Oh, yeah, man. And that's also when I knew I needed to break my silence... And leave a review. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Who is that from? Uh, um, uh, Either a gentleman or a woman named KJ. KJ. All
0: right. Thanks, KJ. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's pretty good. We've been
2: slaying the reviews lately. So uh, another good thing coming in there. And um, (laughs) I don't know. You guys... I've been in a reading kick lately, uh, and I know yeah. it looks like I'm in a read, like in a in a in a shed right now because I primed yeah. the walls of my uh, of my office here. Um, but I'm really doing that because I got a futon. Uh, it's in the other room. I got to put it together, that all makes and sense. so I can start yeah. reading because I got a new book, and I can't wait to share this one. This, of course, is the Thomas Decker Descent, which is uh, – I I'm trying to rank. I think that I'm going to have a whole section of a bookshelf built around dopers and their like memoirs, because we got Tyler Hamilton, we have the Soigneur from uh, Festina, Breaking the Chain, which was the first book I ever read that opened my eyes about doping and cycling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now this Thomas Decker. And uh. I just want to say, the, the jacket art guys in Rabobank mm-hmm. Orange and Blue is yeah. just bringing back memories of Michael Bougard and his beautiful teeth on the front <laughs> of the peloton, now, just if you driving could learn- it. To read in a couple
0: different languages. I'm sure there's probably like a Michael Bougard one available in the Netherlands. It's probably just yeah. hasn't been translated into English.
2: I'm waiting for Velo Press to get the Danilo DeLuca book because uh, uh, I will yeah. give that five stars. <laughs> yep. All right. Tim. You'll, it'll just be you, Tim. Yeah. That's right. Well, guys, we finally made it. The majority of the 2018 uh, UCI World Tour team jerseys has been released. Three teams have not been released. Um, They are UAE Emirates. We're talking FDJ with their new sponsor, Groupama, and Lotto Jumbo, of course, yellow Lotto. We are not expecting major changes in any of these jerseys. Um, Groupama um, FDJ is probably the only one that may go um, a variety of ways, but FDJ has made it known that their kit will remain the three colors of the French flag. Uh, we don't know if they're going to go majority red, blue, or white, but it's probably going to be something in the middle there. Um, so there you have it. So once again, this is a serpentine draft one, two, three, three, two, one in the picks. And we're going to draft all 18. Um, there's a variety of websites out there, but uh, the best kits um, go first, all of that. And uh, do you guys have any ideas on how we should select um, who goes first? Because I, I have a feeling that. First pick is a big one in this. It's, I mean, it
0: obviously is huge. So uh, I don't, do we, I don't know if we have a fair way to do this here. I'm sure well, if I, I'll beat you guys in pop, paper, rock, scissors, and you guys will claim some sort of internet-related uh, snafu and say we have to redo it until you win.
2: <laughs> well, my favorite way to choose who goes first is we see who got the highest ranking in the 2007 Troy standings at the velodrome. Uh, or maybe it was oh, 2005. We're using um,
0: Velodrome. How about we use any cry standing ever?
1: <laughs> Minnesota Cyclocross Rider of the Year?
0: Yeah, so I go first. Mm-hmm. And um
1: <laughs> I might have gotten you in like
0: oh <laughs> five <laughs> Yeah. That's possible. Okay. Um
2: Um Okay, let's let's do something else. Do you guys remember your Nicollet Mall pass? Um number yes yes Yes, i do okay i remember mine all right um okay (laughs) so whoever has the you want to go highest number or lowest letter in the alphabet
1: oh i don't know highest number number. okay okay, this is the pass that you had (laughs) to use okay okay
2: so this is okay we're gonna go highest number (laughs) so the uh the nicollet mall was an area of downtown minneapolis where bikes were not allowed but City buses were unless you were a bike courier and you had to go to city hall Take to get a spoke card and pay five dollars, register your name. To get, and it was the crown jewel. Like if you had a yellow bike yeah. messenger pass, it was it was pretty cool. This is your Nicollet Mall pass. I still have mine um, in a bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's salt stained, ragged, but it's looking good. And uh, it was gentleman B thirteen. Really? You had really? Yep. three digits? I had three uh, digits. I don't... He was
0: a rookie. I, oh, God. Oh, uh, All right. I was E8. What did you Ooh, know? That's Oh,
1: man. That's right. I've, I was thinking I had a, a relatively high number, so I thought they just went up to five, and then you got a new letter <laughs> after that, because yeah. I, I was E4, but I guess I was more uh. old school than both of you guys, so...
2: Yeah, no, they, they they added an extra digit because they're like, "Wow, you are like the 80th on-time cycle courier to come through the, the door." So, uh, uh, <laughs> that was such
0: a weird system. There's so much weird about Nicollet Mall back in the day, and and, and biking <laughs> in Minneapolis in general. But that mall past stuff was just
2: well, what's God, really messed insane. up is that that whole like you put it in your spokes. How was anyone ever going to read it when the wheel was going around? Yeah, I mean they couldn't.
0: I mean you just had, you could have a yellow piece of paper. T- taped your leg and they would have been like oh, okay they didn't also they didn't actually have a reference for the list no oh so yeah The thing got
2: passed around
0: no I, but I mean it was insane the amount of crap we got from police and then it, you'd be like if you got stopped without that one you'd be like I'm E8 you know just look it up and they'd be like we don't have a list and you'd be like well then what's the point of this thing yeah <laughs> I have a I have a state issued ID that's that is not pertinent to this <laughs> oh
2: god <laughs> okay Whatever, go first. So wait, what's the, right, order? I'm lying. What's I'm, the order? I'm lying. I was actually B three. So uh, uh, I,
1: I, I knew you couldn't possibly. <laughs> yes, I'm the winner. So we're going. All right, Matt, Spencer, Tim, uh, Tim, yeah, uh, Spencer, uh, Matt, and so uh, forth. this is a lot of pressure.
2: This it's is a lot, a lot of pressure. pressure. So little guy, I, I didn't expect to go first of the 2018 Slow Ride mm-hmm. podcast. Top corner, draft corner, jersey corner.
0: Okay, now
1: these um,
2: these, what when are you you guys
1: are, these are all world tour teams, right?
2: Yeah, yep. we're just doing world tour route. only. Um, so aqua blue is off the table. Ah. I gotta get a pen out so I can best keep track. kit all in right.
1: the peloton.
0: All right, I'm gonna go. This is tough. I'm sort of break my own heart, but it's new and it's exciting to me. I'm gonna go with the education first draft back team.
2: Oh wow. Wow! Wow! That was something even,
0: new. Wow! I've been I've been steady with a it, certain other team for years. We've been we've been, but it's like I, you know I want to play the field a little bit, and I want a little something pizzazz. I want a little pink. I want a little green in my life, and I like the little swirliness on the EF logo.
1: All right, I'm just wow. That is that's pretty I'm far shot. down my list. I gotta say. <laughs>
0: The peloton seems to flow in like everybody gets black colors, sure. Everybody gets white colors, everybody gets blue colors, and I'm just I'm just excited when teams pick colors that I can tell who they are. Yeah, no, that's that's good. And and that that that's a huge thing in this is that I want to be able to be able to see them, and I and I also like it. It pops and it's different, and it's got a different color combination than than has
2: existed in the peloton since about 1992. It's got a little bit of pop, but. Not a first rounder for me, little guy. I, well, I think you stretched here. This is a maybe third round at best. Um, Spencer, yeah. uh, what's your pick?
1: Uh, with my number one uh, pick or my and, first and round draft s- pick, s- I am
2: taking... I hate you already. I'm, I hate you because I know what you're doing.
1: I am not going to take your pick. I know okay. that you want to take hg 2 r and I'm not going to do it because... It's not as good as the kit that I'm going to choose, and I am once again building my team for maximum, uh, uh, you know, power. Like I want a powerhouse of kits, so I'm going to start with a brand new redesigned Bora Hansgrove kit. Uh, oh, a, that was my second kit. pick. Solid. That,
2: Spencer, really I am really good. I this is such a good year for kits, I, Spencer. I totally understand taking that kit. I'm all about a AG2R kit, which will be my third but I got to say that that Bora, um, that Bora kit when I saw it with the contrasting Vs coming down, mm-hmm. reminiscent of the old Vancouver Canucks jersey from uh, in the very <laughs> early days of that team. So good. Bora hands yeah. grow, knocked it out of the park, and they crushed the um, the Peter Sagan World Championship jersey again by making it simple. I Absolutely fantastic pick. Yep. All right. What you got, Timmy? Uh, well, the um, as I said, uh, definitely AG2R is is my pick here. AG2R absolutely crushed it. I don't know if it is the amazing modeling shoot of Romain, Romain Bardet uh, there yeah. with the. Uh, it's so French. The, it's Even so if French, you didn't but, know he was a cyclist, you'd be like, "Well, that guy's French." I mean, they found a French guy <laughs> for the team. That is such a good kit. The way that it's. They own the brown, but then they minimize the weird um square logo of AG2R La Mondiale, and they make it the brown, blue, white, brown shoulders. Fantastic. Top ten kit of all time, in my opinion.
0: Interesting. Wow.
2: That's huge. All right. Um all right. Well who's your who's your
0: first pick what, of the second round then, Timmy? What do you think of the kit, little guy? I like it. I I'm not sure if I'm sold on it more than like, you know, last year's kit. You know. I think I liked more when they had the more of the cubes, but I like it. It's good.
2: It's got a lot of brown, so. Well, the uh the the second pick, uh, first pick of the second round, um I'm I'm going to go for it, guys. I I like it. It's new and uh I'm not usually a big fan of gradients, but um the gradient from the uh high vis blue to the navy blue of Team Movistar Star is a natural pick for me seeing it in person oh, on weird. the sewing line movistar an obvious pick for me and mm-hmm. also a um as a big fan of the team i think it's going to look great the only knock and i know you guys are going to say it is it looks a little astonished at first glance but when you look at it they are not similar it is you know one who else looks is gonna great say that? and one looks ugly astana
1: <laughs> i think astana did <laughs> say that <laughs> yeah
2: astana like tweeted it at him was like sweet kit uh-huh. <laughs> was pretty good i i just think that the uh I just think MoviStar uh, did a great job of getting away from that navy blue Ecto Cooler M thing to mm-hmm. something that is uh, pretty sharp. Any other uh, how, year, this would be a uh, first rounder, I think.
0: How can you how can you cheer getting away from the Ecto Cooler
2: M? That was my favorite part. Was that it? <laughs> of course, it made course me
0: it was like Slimer
2: was inhabiting the M. Yeah, you're just like, loved they, it. well, you know, they actually passed out high C uh, juice boxes from the car. There you go. Spencer, what is your pick for the second round? Pick number four.
1: Uh, so my second round pick uh, is going to go to Katusha Alpician. Ah, damn it. It's, I think it's, Picking
0: first is a penalty.
1: It's a really great looking kit uh they've you know i thought it was pretty good last year the last two years even um not bad but uh adding in the baby blue across the the top like across the shoulders and stuff is uh is a very nice touch it changes it up a lot but it keeps keeps some continuity there and i think it looks great
0: now yeah they got to bring the skyline back though i mean come
2: on i mean you really <laughs> yeah. want those
0: associations with yeah. moscow
2: the first the first 3 years of the Katusha team was definitely the best with the uh the skyline. I will say Spencer, I like the blue and I do like that they've um kept the prominent weird KC logo of Katusha that at one time mm-hmm. did grace the front of the jersey when they were launching mm-hmm. their own like casual clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um I was I would like the blue, but now there's too many teams with blue. Like now we've made this blue switch Uh, And it's just a little strange for me, but um, you know, good thing. And little guy, you just complained about how picking first is a curse, but I have to tell you, man, if you didn't pick team EF, you would have had four good jerseys to choose from.
0: Nah, yeah, that's still a solid pick. I still feel good about it. It's just, there's a lot of good stuff you guys pick, I'll admit. So you're coming um, around the horn. What do you got? I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, with one. We haven't even seen the New Jersey yet, but I have confidence they've <laughs> never done me wrong. Uh-oh. And there's no way they're going to mess me up. I'm going with FDJ.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
0: You guys, uh, it's been the best kit for 15 years running. There's no way they could do so poorly that it wouldn't at least be a second-round pick.
2: Are you, look, guy? Are you a little nervous, though, that their new sponsor is actually got a green logo? Like, how is that going to work on a red, white, and blue kit?
0: Here's the thing, Mark uh, Matteo, he's crazy. He's not going to let anything mess up his French-inspired
2: kit. So, all right, all right, all right. There you um, go. And what what do you got? First pick, third round. So you have education first. Tough. FDJ. What do you got?
0: This is tough. It, 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 we're starting to get into just kind of boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, suddenly I'm, this wasn't a good idea to pick all eighteen. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it starts getting a little bit where I don't like a lot of them, <laughs> to say the least. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with Quick Step. It's classy. <sighs> yeah. It's, Look, guy, that was my uh, next pick. That I thought it would drop. I know. I Spencer, I almost a good went a couple other kit. directions, but it's really good. I I just scrolled down and found the picture of Terpster modeling it. Yeah, and yeah, it looks nice, and it's gonna look it's gonna look good all spring. So and then it's 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 weird. Th- They're gonna actually pull it off the roads. Yeah, um, there's nothing in about f- fancy or midnight.
1: flashy about this kid at all. But it's so good. Like it's so just solid and classic and good. And yeah, there's. Quick Step has always been like that. And, you know, like their kids are always among the best. And it, and not I, I, I almost, I almost, a picked couple it. years there, it was bad. I almost picked it in my second round, but I thought for sure it would make it past and you'd pick something weird like FDJ and, uh, and I would come through unscathed. But, uh, Is you it, really uh, screwed me here because now I don't know what to do. I, I mean, there's some good I,
0: it's, it's it's like you said it's always solid it's i mean look at this, it's right about i was gonna I pick it at seventh, you were gonna pick it at eighth um it's always no matter what they do it's solidly mid pack if nothing mm-hmm. else. it's just like if they bring <laughs> uh you know five guys to the finish in a classic race, they'll at least get mid pack
2: mhm, so I gotta say that this uh Quick! I love it. I was hoping this is the this was probably the last good one that was left. I think we're all in agreement where this is, or you know, there might be one there, or two some, left. But there's some good th- ones. This one's good. They had a horrible there time there though. Come on, there was the quick step years when it was like with the the weird the light gradient blue. with yeah. with was it uh, uh, etex or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah. It was just really really strange period. What I like about this change though is that they went back to the blue sleeves. So the all new blue sleeves instead of the yeah. weird kind of white sleeves that created this weird tank top kind of look. Um, I'm pretty excited for that. So <laughs> um, Spencer, uh, how are you going to uh, recover here? I don't know. I d- know there's, <sighs> yeah, there's a solid pick, but it's, it's evil.
0: Yeah, I know, but, you know. I know. We've been avoiding it. It's not as, it's not, it's not visually as bad as we're, we're making it out to be, I think, but you know,
1: no, it's a great it's looking, looking kit. Lost- I know, I know you're, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're getting at. Um, I just didn't have a plan. I did not think you would take Quick Step, even though it makes perfect sense that you would. I'm I'm frustrated by your pick. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, the Bahrain Marita kit is very, oh. it's, it's very good. It's, okay, you're going with Bahrain
0: Marita? I just
2: went with it because Pipo is the one modeling it on the website we're looking at right now.
0: No, that's not people. That's oh, not, not Pelizoty. That's a that's <laughs> a
2: dolphin. Be careful! Look at that's that. The that's dolphin? a dolphin. Oh, my bad. My bad. I <laughs> I
0: don't
1: even uh, I don't even love this kit, but it's much better designed than everything else out there. So, all right, I brain. will. You know, you I will. I will lock that one in.
2: I'll say what's nice about the brain kit. Um, I love the neon green stripe. Um, between Bahrain and Merida, um and then also around the short band and I do like the um, the ornate uh, gold feature in the upper stomach the thingamajig uh, which, yeah it just it's better than the old fake abs that we used to see on the CS team <laughs> kit yeah. C- so.
0: oh that was great that's class that's all class
2: With the last pick of the third round, I am going to pick our uh, friends from Madison, and I am going to take Trek to round out my red, to to take a red kit. So now I have brown, blue, and red, because I'm going for what's going to look like a great Peloton. Um, (laughs) The Trek kit, I think, looks great. What I do like about it is they've kept some of the pinstriping into the shorts, but it's an all-red top. So I'm uh, very excited to have uh, Trek on board, and I'm sure that they're excited to have uh, me owning them. Yeah,
1: I, um, this was this was my struggle between the brain kit and and this trek kit, and I gotta say, it's almost like you get two picks with this one, Tim, because you also get the fluorescent training kit that they do. <laughs>
2: that is yeah. right. Um, the last pick, or sorry, the first pick of the fourth round. Um, oh, guys, it, I don't want to be the guy that has to take this kit. Um, yeah, you but do. I guess I, I guess I will. Um, I don't know if I can... Okay. Uh, I am going to take it. I am going to take uh, Team Sky. Oh, uh, good. The, Dude, uh,
1: I just want to point out that I, I wrote this down already on the paper, that I knew that's what you were going to grab. Yeah. So
0: I'm just going to take mean, Team
2: Sky. I'm just going to leave it like that, and uh, we can move on, please. Just
0: perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Maybe not. There's some other better kits, maybe. All right, Spencer, what you some got? Team Sky. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, we're getting down here to
1: some some kits that I don't particularly love. Uh there's some there's been some interesting choices made by some teams. Um but I think the classiest kit uh that I can pick right now is going to be Lotto Sudal, Red Lotto. Ah.
0: See, here's the problem with them right now is this kit this year their last four seasons are better than this one. Yeah, like, I'm looking at their last ones and and I I I've liked their kit a lot of the last few years, but I don't. What is this stripe doing on the right side of of Tim Wellens? What is that? <laughs> I, well, I I can't explain first. this, but it's
1: it's always been a solid kit. Uh, you know,
0: since they went to the it's red, it's a poor man's quick step. is what you're saying.
1: Basically, yeah, basically, and I mean, so, in in Jersey style and in team building style, it it is. Um. But I like Quick Step, so if I can't have the real thing, I'll take the next best.
2: No, the the red Lotto Spencer. It went, like I I understand why you had to take it because there's really nothing left. But the back of that jersey, now I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's got these weird, colorful bubbles, like color bubbles on the back that are that. Um, that multicolor stupid. on the lower pocket. They just they're just balls on the back pocket. That Look, just you know, because they're a lottery.
1: You and I know that there know. are there are at least two teams out here that we cannot be stuck with. So we have to take something, okay? I know. Yeah. I know. It's going to yeah. get ugly in this last round.
2: Yeah, it's, it's going to get The best part so. about the yeah, and the best part about the last round is I get to start it. Uh, <laughs> so All
0: right. I got these are in no particular order, but this is all I got left. And I, I it's it's getting tough. I'm going to get I'm going to take dimension data.
1: Okay? That's a that's a good I, kit oh, the, I, oh, it's fine,
0: good. it looks pretty good it, it's not my favorite, but I think it looks all right um, it's simple at least it's clean and it's pretty simple yeah and I'm gonna go yellow lotto,
1: oh wow, also another nice. solid pick, yeah,
0: like I said, it's bright, it's silly um and it's been fine the last few years it uh, after these two, I feel that. It's disgusting. We're into some, <laughs> some bad stuff. Um, so we're just, we're fighting over table scraps now.
2: Yeah. Oh, there are some bad, uh, there are some bad things left. Like, so, I, I can
0: look at this whole, well, everyone we've picked so far, and other than I'm not a big fan of the Bahrain one, I, I like all these jerseys. Now, guy, are you not a fan of the Bahrain one because they're, you know. I'm not they, a fan of Bahrain. I also just don't. I don't don't really like it. I just don't really like it.
2: I don't know what it is. Can we go back to Dimension Data though? Yeah, that. that, I know that they have a new sponsorship, but can we please bring back the vertical stripes of that one year when it was MTN Quebeca when they had like the the Newcastle? I loved that kit because it was fairly unique. I'm not saying the new one isn't good with the green kind of chevron on the front, but uh, I'm a little. I guess I'm, I'm. It leaves me wanting. So um, anyway, Maybe, uh,
0: makes you want <clears throat> wanty. Should we do? Should we Conti next
2: week? Yeah, we, we might have to because uh, you know there's some good teams out there. I think Spencer yeah. and I would fight to the death on who gets uh, Team Aqua Blue. Yeah. So uh, uh, Spencer, who do you got for your last pick of the fifth round? Uh, um, middle pick. You're the last pick. Well, his last pick. So sorry. Yeah. yeah middle pick yeah. of the fifth round.
1: Well, yeah, we're we're down to the dregs here. There's not a lot of great things to choose from, and uh, I think re- the cream of the crop that is left is going to be the Sunweb team uh, of of Mister Tom Ouch. Dumoulin. At least which it's simple, I guess, is I a fine, simpleish kit. They kind of splatter little logos all over it on the back. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing on the back of this jersey makes any sense. Two little giant logos, the dumb S -S -S Web jersey that's different or logo that's different than the one on the front. Like nothing makes sense. But the front of the jersey and the sleeves, they look fine. Whatever. It's been kind of steady for a few years, which I do appreciate. So I'm gonna go with Sunweb.
0: (sighs) Yeah, the best you could do. (laughs) Man. Tim, well, what are you going
2: to do? I think more, most uh,
1: importantly are the choices I'm leaving, Tim.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so I sad have sad. a lot to... I can really set you guys up for failure or um, success. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to take the newest uh, jersey, the Mitchelton Scott jersey. Woof. Uh, it is It is pretty hideous. Um, I don't even know what Mitchelton is. Apparently, it's owned by the team owner. So it's uh, it's uh, He owns his own team.
1: It's a winery and hotel <laughs> chain and something else hospitality right. chain or something like that there's a mm. lot
2: there's a lot going on with this kit um I mean I guess Sven Tuft is uh still with the team, so that makes me kind of into it but man this weird checkered like stomach area of the kit is a little strange and the sleeve see. Yeah. gradient uh it's a little too shiny of a black for me there's just Oh, I I will take uh, Mitchelton, Scott, uh, begrudgingly, but just (laughs) because I want to leave you guys with the dregs of the dregs. Yeah, I'm really
0: excited to see. I think I know what I'm going to get. Is my last pick, but <laughs> um, yeah, you don't. Sure I know, but
1: yeah, you don't have a choice in the matter. So. I don't have a choice. But
0: what so, are you gonna? What are you gonna take, Tim? What's your next na- What's your uh, last pick? I haven't
2: even seen it yet, but I know it's better than the two that are left. So I am gonna take UAE. Wow! Just for the hope, just for the hope that UAE continues to go after their uh, their country flag, uh, because wow. Even though I haven't seen it, I can't imagine it being as horrible as the final two that I've left you guys. Wow. Now, Spencer, this is perhaps. <laughs> the biggest pick of the uh, of the evening. Mm-hmm. Your last pick go, of the sixth round. Um, why don't you walk us through your uh, selection process here, <laughs> Spencer, well, right, for the final pick 17 and 18 of the Pro Tour.
1: In case you can't do the math in your head, if you're riding your bike or, or driving on the highway to work or something, the, the choices that are left are BMC... Or Astana. (laughs) Astana and BMC. And these are not great kits. These are both... They've made some poor choices. Astana made a poor choice about 10 years ago and just hasn't rectified it. (laughs) And BMC has just continually made their kit worse from starting from a pretty good place like a few years ago. So they have consistently added more colors and bad placements of logos and randomness to that kit that i just can't comprehend i
2: oh my god like it is there's just so much bad going on spencer there yeah but i don't know what you do like this is well
1: i I I, I guess i know what i would do lucky for you you're not in this position i guess but for me there's really there's really only one option like i there is no way in good faith I can choose BMC, so I am gonna have to go with Astana because wow, it is really it consistent. Is a, a majority one color. It's been
0: consistent. And you know, I don't know. You jerk! I thought you were gonna leave me Astana. I was excited about that. Uh, well, I guess I'm picking BMC. Um, that is looks, the worst kit. I I do love so that we much are crap
2: going on in this stupid kit. I love that we're pretty unanimous that this is the worst kit almost of all time. Like this thing, when I saw this come out and then they were trying to show the Greg Van Avermaet like gold one for being the Olympic champion, it was even worse. It's it's so
1: bad. Like just ditch the digital camo motif if you're going to throw blue on there and stuff like I don't know why they're trying to hold that (laughs) over. Like I don't get it. Like it's I mean, like, Richie it's like,
0: seems pretty excited about it. It's like it's the guy, so, yeah, the yeah, designer
1: just opened up the Illustrator file and just started deleting random points. And then, you know, so half the kit was gone and then just filled it in with blue. <laughs> it was like, whatever, it's fine.
2: And then the back, okay. the back is like kind of mostly black, but there's these weird reds. I don't know, it is... I assume that they
0: actually designed a different kit, but the printer cable was a little loose when they sent it to the printer. So it got a little digitally scrambled (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this is what printed out. And they just were like, well, you know.
2: Yeah. Well, the VMC kit by far, is the worst. um,
1: Yeah. I don't, I didn't think last year when they came out with the tag here, uh, logos on the arms that looked like Mountain Dew logos. I didn't think they could (laughs) mess that kit up worse than they did last year. And boy, howdy, did they prove us wrong? Cause they yeah, knocked no. it out of the park with ugly. They hit oh, this they, kit with the ugly stick, real hard.
2: I mean, guys, not even George Hincapie would have worn that BMC jersey after he saw that. He would have quit. <laughs> That's why they're no longer making the kit. Do you think he had- oh. and then the red, the random red leg band too? Like, oh, yeah. I, there's just, there's so much just.
0: I don't know about you this know. Kit. It's ugly, but like the Astana new Astana kit. It's kind of hard to tell if it's that ugly, because they just have a mannequin wearing it in this thing we're looking
2: at with pictures.
1: <laughs>
2: it's, oh, that is, baffling. is that a mannequin? Or is it someone just wearing arm warmers? But you're, um, man, that Astana kit over time, I think the only good Astana kit ever um, was when the Kazakhstani national champion was wearing it.
0: Yeah, it's the first one. It was when, <laughs> it, was when it, it said T-Mobile on it, and Vino yeah. was wearing it. <laughs> And it was it
1: I mean, was... I don't know how you can talk so much shit about this Astana kit, Tim, when your second choice overall was the Movistar kit. They're which completely different. Looks identical. They are
2: completely different. No, they are completely different. This thing is <laughs> this thing is hideous well, with this random yellow. We'll have to put it to it a is vote. So bad. The uh the Movistar kit so hot. So hot. That dark blue, the big giant white M. Oh, looks so good.
1: The big, so there you have item.
2: it. The um, so I win the slow ride podcast top corner, draft corner, little guy's team, education first, FDJ, quick step, dimension data, yellow lotto, and uh, rounding out his team, BMC, yeah, baby, Woo. Spencer's team, uh huh, Bora, Katusha, Bahrain, Red Lotto, Sunweb, and Astana, crushed it, and Tim's. Tim's team. AG2R, Moby Star, Trek, Sky, Mitchellkin, Scott, and UAE. I'm impressed. Well, all Tim's
0: teams are gonna win grand tours this year. So yeah. I
1: guess
2: any, he's got us beat that one. I gotta any, say any overachievers here? Underachievers.
1: I'm I'm impressed that UAE Sight Unseen wasn't last <laughs> and wasn't second to last. Like
2: what would you have taken if, over it?
1: I don't know, but no, I idea. I thought you would take something over it and i would be stuck with the uae <laughs> cuz i wasn't going to take bmc <laughs> I,
2: I, I to me the biggest reach of the draft was education first with the first overall pick i mean it's a solid jersey but it's not a top
0: no, six no absolutely it's, new, it's not.
2: exciting no it's good you guys are speaking now little guys Sight unseen ftj i kind of understand that i don't know if it, in the second round it's been it's always been
0: a first or second round team
2: yeah well there
0: you go. Can't wait to do it again next year, guys. All right. And so next that, week, uh, we're going to do <laughs>
2: Pro Conti, and it's going to be a crazy shit storm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And with that, make sure you're always waving at all your fellow cyclists that are out there. Um, it's super important. And we also want to thank every single one of you that contact us um, offline, emails at the slow ride podcast, gmail.com, Hit us on Twitter. Um it means a lot when uh you even acknowledge that uh we're in your earbuds uh every now and then. And uh thanks for that. Thanks to RhymeSayers Entertainment and BK one for the intro and outro music. And um I am Tim in Orlando, Florida.
0: I am Matt in Minneapolis, just brushing up on my pro Conti teams.
1: <laughs> uh and this is Spencer in Boston. the slow ride podcast bikes advice and rumors
0: straight from the source the and on twitter at the slow ride